Welcome to the Retire Well Podcast, the show that focuses on showing you how to get the most out of your retirement. Each week, we're going to dive into topics that affect people just like you. Ways to save money on your healthcare costs, smart income planning strategies, estate planning tools, and a whole lot more. We're going to get straight to the point with short episodes of 20 minutes or less on the information that you need to know to be able to retire well. I'm your host and retirement specialist, Kelly Racicott. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show. Now let's get started. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Retire Well. This week, I want to get away from talking about the typical advisor stuff. This week, I want to dive into the more human element of the retirement transition. You've probably heard me say that retirement is one of the biggest transitions that you're going to make in your lifetime. And even though I say that all the time, I really feel like it can't be overstated. Retirement can just be plain hard sometimes. And I have seen so many people struggle in their retirement and it has nothing to do with money. So today, I'm gonna take retire well to the softer side. Now, if you ask most people what words they associate with their retirement, you're likely gonna hear phrases like freedom, extra time, stress-free, but the reality of retirement can be quite different. Sure, retirement's an accomplishment to look forward to and to celebrate, but it's important to plan beyond the retirement party and the first few vacations. We tend to spend a lot of time really considering what we're going to gain in our retirement, but we rarely give any consideration at all to what we're going to lose in that transition process. So what's so great about retirement? No early morning alarm clock, no nagging boss, no stress of meeting project deadlines. If you want to golf five days a week, you can. You want to take a last minute trip to Myrtle Beach just because the weather looks like it's going to be nice? You can. You want to go out for a long leisurely lunch in the middle of the week and drink a bottle of wine? You can. Sounds perfect, right? Ah, the honeymoon phase of retirement. This is what we all look forward to. It's how we envision our golden years. But the reality is, is that only lasts for so long. And studies show that the honeymoon phase of retirement lasts for about two years. And for some, that might even be a little bit less. All of these grand plans that we have for our retirement are great. But once reality sets in and you remember, oh, shoot, I'm on a fixed income now. Maybe I better slow down a little bit. You know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't get to take all of those trips or hit the golf course in the middle of the week. You can do that. But after a while, you might realize that that sort of lifestyle might not be financially stable for too terribly long. Or you simply might just find yourself bored with that. Now, if you're still working now and you're listening, you might be thinking, "Uh uh-uh, not a chance, Kelly. What could possibly be boring about my dream retirement? but it's easy for us to think about the dreams we have for our retirement. Hell, most of us have been doing that for the better part of our lives. Add into our bucket list every now and again. Oh, that'd be great to do. When I retire, I'm gonna do that. But you know, that's just not everyday life. And the truth is, is that most people enter into retirement with absolutely no idea what they're gonna do with all of their newfound freedom. And the lack of planning in this area can lead to some pretty unfortunate issues for you as you kind of work through that retirement journey. And so first, there's 
there's just the financial risk involved. You know, not having a plan for how you'll spend your days can lead to overspending. And as financial planners, we refer to this as withdrawal risk. And this is simply overspending in relation to your income plan. And it's not hard to see how over time this can lead to significant financial consequences for your overall retirement. But that's not actually what I want to talk to you about today. As a financial professional, I spend a lot of time talking with my clients and prospective clients about their finances. But I think it's also important to delve into conversations about the non-financial aspects of retirement planning. And I know that most financial professionals don't talk about this with their clients. And so today, that's really what I want to get into. So if you remember back um, a few weeks ago, I talked about the four pillars to a successful retirement. And those are your health, income, legacy, and enrichment. And so this is going to fall under the health and enrichment pillars of, of your retirement planning process. And money isn't everything. I know. Sounds crazy coming from a financial professional, right? But money isn't everything. In fact, I'd go as far to say that if you don't have a plan for the non-financial part of your retirement, the money you do have ain't going to mean a thing. Yes, being financially secure in your retirement is important. Of course it is. It's hugely important. But that's table stakes in the planning process. What happens when the honeymoon phase is over? You know, a common question or a common conversation that I have with some of my already retired clients goes something like this. You know, I'll ask, so how's retirement treating you? Oh, it's okay. You know, nothing too exciting. Once I start to get into a little bit more details, I really find that a lot of retirees are just bored to tears. So how can this be? Retirement is a huge adjustment. And once that vacation is over, it sometimes can feel a little anticlimactic, I guess. And many people find that they have a hard time filling their weeks with a lot of meaningful activity. And so after a while, they can start to feel lost and somewhat out of sorts. You know, I think I mentioned this before too. You know, a lot of people identify as their profession. They have a strong identity um, it's just a part of their identity of who they actually are. So, and of course, you know, you have other parts of your life. You're a husband or a wife or a parent or a grandparent first. But for many people, the core of who they are is strongly tied to their profession and what they do for a living. And when that's over, it can be really difficult to redefine yourself without that part of you. And a lot of the friends that we have, you know, center around the work relationships that, that we have. You know, you have lunch with the same group of, group of people every day, five days a week, or the general chats that you have around the office. You know, some of those are meaningful relationships. And sure, sometimes you're able to maintain some of those friendships, but often they start to fade just simply because you're no longer part of that group every day. So sometimes this can lead to feelings of isolation, depression, and anxiety. And cultural norms and societal expectations, they don't help this either. You know, a lot of people don't talk about these negative feelings in retirement because they feel like nobody wants to hear it. And, you know, I had 
I remember having a conversation with a family one time where my client wanted to go back to work. And she had taken a few trips and she did some projects around the house that she'd been meaning to get done. And she had plenty of financial resources to see her through her planned retirement. But she was just feeling stressed out all the time. And her daughters were absolutely adamant that her going back to work was an absolutely crazy thought. Why would you want to go back to work? You couldn't wait to retire. You have plenty of money. Your health is good. What could you possibly be so stressed out about? And I think about this conversation a lot. You know, my client, she spent several months in a state of depression because she felt like nobody understood why she felt this way. And then she felt guilty because of it. And so for this client, she really felt like she had no true purpose in her life. And of course, she loved spending time with her kids and her grandkids, and she enjoyed her free time, but she still felt lost. And this is such a common scenario. I've seen this play out so many times with so many different people. And most people don't even consider it until they're in it. And there's such a stigma about talking about this part of retirement because socially, well, retirement is accepted generally as being a happy time, you know, that this is what you've worked for. Why aren't you happy about it? And so, you know, I think it's easy when we think about our retirement, it's easy to think about the big things that we want to do in our retirement. But it's so important to look past the big things and consider the day to day. You know, one of the questions that I like to ask my clients is, tell me what a normal week in retirement looks like for you. And what does winning at retirement look like for you? You know, more often than not, no one has an answer for this. And that's okay, because nobody's ever asked them that question before. But it's something to get you thinking. You have to think about the bigger, you know, you have to think beyond the bigger things, you know. So it's interesting because while while we're working, we all, regardless of what you do for a living, while you're working, you have some sort of a framework that we all follow that determines some level of success in your career. And reaching these sort of guideposts just helps you to know whether or not you're on track in your career and how you're performing in the workplace, But a similar framework needs to be applied to our retirement years. It's really important to define what success looks like to you. And of course, there's a million different answers for that. There's no right answer for that. It's just what's important to you and defining what a successful retirement looks like for you. What does your day-to-day look like? What's going to make you feel happy in your retirement? And I just find that we don't have that. We don't think about that. So there's an author, um, his name is Robert Lara, who has written several books on the topic of the psychology of retirement planning. And um, I'll actually link that down in the show notes for you as well. Um, But he mentions, and I'm not sure if this is his quote or if he quoted someone or paraphrased or not, but either way, it just really struck me as kind of like one of those aha moments And he says that there's a statistic that 85% of people who are successful in escaping from prison are caught in the first 48 hours after after their escape. And that's mostly because they spent all of their time thinking about how they were going to get out, but they didn't spend any time on thinking about what they do once they got out there. And so, of course, they end up right back in prison again. And so, you know, and it just kind of struck me as funny is that 
you know, that's, I just thought that was a good analogy for, you know, for work. We do. We spend a lot of time thinking about how we're going to get out of work, whether it's a job that you hate or it's a job that is just too physically demanding for you or you just think it's the right time, whatever that means. Um, You know, we spend a lot of time thinking about reaching that, but we don't spend any time thinking about what we're going to do after that. And, um, And I think that that's where some people run into trouble with that. So what does all of this mean to you? Successful retirement planning is about more than just money. Yes, of course. Like I said, you need to be financially secure in order to reach your retirement goals. But money alone is not the key to retirement happiness. Two, plan the lifestyle that you want in retirement. What is going to bring you joy in retirement? What is going to give your life purpose and meaning? This doesn't have to be on a super deep level. You know, we're not talking about purpose with a capital P here. You know, but why are you going to get up? What gets you up out of bed every day? Like, What's going to make you happy? And this could be continuing to work on a part-time basis, being a mentor to someone, taking a class, joining a new group. You know, it's kind of strange to think that, you know, it's strange to think about making new friends in your late 60s, but go find your people and stay connected. It's so important to stay connected. Um, and don't be afraid to try new things. You know, if there's something that you always wanted to learn how to do, but just never had the time to do it, go for it. Learn to play the guitar, write that novel, start that small business. You know, for this generation of retirees, and I'm talking about the baby boomer generation and all the generations that are going to follow, it's highly likely that you're going to live for 30 plus years after you retire. Make it yours. You know, previous generations, they weren't retired for that long. So don't be afraid to reinvent the traditional notion of retirement so that it suits you. Retirement is changing. We're literally watching this change right before our eyes. And so that's why for me as a financial professional that helping you through the more human aspects of retirement is just part of the planning process. It's equally as important as the financial aspects of your retirement planning. So I hope that some of this um, resonated with you and We'll talk more about this in future episodes, but before I sign off for the week, um, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners. Last week, we reached 500 downloads, and as a small boutique firm owner in um, the middle of Western Pennsylvania, I am honestly blown away by the amount of people listening, so thank you so much. Um, If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review and share it with others who you might think will find some value. That really is how the show grows on these podcast networks. So, um, But make sure you tune in next week. Next week, I'm going to be answering some listener questions. So make sure you don't miss that. But until then, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Retire Well Podcast. Our goal here is always to bring you value and share insights to make your retirement everything you always hoped it would be. I would be forever grateful if you would leave us a review because that helps more people find the show and please share it wherever you share things on social media. Thanks again and I hope to see you back here next week. The 
the preceding information does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions and information shared in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be acted upon without the assistance of a qualified and licensed professional. Any guarantees mentioned are subject to the strength and claims paying ability of the insurance company, and any mention of rates or performance are subject to change without notice. Kelly Racicott is the agency owner of Hometown Retirement Specialists, LLC. If you have questions about the show, Kelly, or Hometown Retirement Specialists, please visit us on the web at yourhrsagent.com, and you can find our full disclosure in the show notes.